Welcome to The Slaughtered Lamb, a Movies by Minute watch of the John Landis written and directed 1981 horror classic on American Wealth in London. I'm your host, Troy, and with my co-host, Adrian, we would like to thank you for joining us on this journey. All right, so here we go with Minute 48, and uh, this starts with uh, No Listen and ends with uh, Dr. Hirsch finding his way to East Proctor. Okay, so we're wrapping up the scene of uh, David and Alex in bed, um, and David explaining his whole entire theory about werewolves and how the person... Needs to have a love. Yeah. So uh, David's now gotten to the point where he is uh, basically giving the, uh, the explanation of the movie... Reigns is Lon Chaney's father and he ends up killing him. Again, we'll drop some more movie werewolf history with Claude Rains and Lon Chaney and whatnot. And what happens in the first Wolfman movie. Uh, after he gives over that little explanation, Alex is <laughs> giggling apparently. <laughs> yeah, well. Like, to the point where she's actually looks like she's stifling laughter. She's uh, doing a little bit of that convulsing, sort of, like, stopping, trying not to laugh out loud. Mm -hmm. And uh, then David comes up with the explanation of... Uh, well, I think that a werewolf can only be killed by someone who loves him. Uh, the, that a werewolf... Can only be killed by be. someone who loves him. Well, nobody loves you, David, so I guess you're on your own. Your parents didn't even come to visit you. So. Oh, Anna, <laughs> if only you could find somebody that loved you. From Frozen. Hans. It's true love's oh, kiss. Oh, yes, so yes, true love's kiss, yes, yeah. That loved you. So, uh, once uh, she hears this, while well, she still seems to be... She still seems to be amused by this whole entire situation. What are you talking about? Um, she then questions what he's going on about. And then David admits he's not sure. I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, that uh, he's lost. He then uh, turns away from Alex and like stares off into the middle foreground in reflection and then Alex then like pushes herself up onto her elbows and uh, gives David uh, the following about her feelings towards him I'm torn between feeling very sorry for you and finding you terribly attractive and uh, basically then after that, with a smile on her face, resigns to go in for a kiss, and that's it for our bedroom scene. We then cut to the moors outside of uh, East Proctor, and uh, we have a musical change now. We got uh, a different uh, music playing in the background now as a red car approaches our uh, 
sign at the beginning of the movie where uh, David and Jack were dropped off while they were hitchhiking. And as the car pulls up to the, uh, the what, the interchange? This little, <laughs> tiny little <laughs> yield, this yeah. tiny little uh, yeah. crossroads. I guess this is more be a crossroads then, eh? He's, yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah, the crossroads. But it's like some funky letter four. Like, it's number four or an A. Do you see yeah, that? Exactly, like it's yeah, exactly, yeah. Like, so, oh, no, I changed my mind. I'm going to go this way. No, wait, I'm coming back over here. Like, yeah. it's a triangle for those of you yeah. following along. So he can go straight on, or he can pull into this little side triangle bit, or he exactly. can go back the other way. Exactly. Or... So uh, we then cut to a shot of the window being rolled down, and it's uh, Dr. Hirsch inside his uh, car. And as he looks out to the uh, the sign, he notices that uh, there's three words on it. There's Aaron Wood, Lee Shire, and uh, East Proctor. And... Uh, as we continue, we go back to the shot, uh, the good doctor rolls back up the window, and that's the end of our minute. Like I said, this is a really short one. There isn't much to yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing going on. That's a I nice mean, car. Yeah, it is a nice car. It's, um, according to the script, it's a red MG. I have no idea what that means. What? My dad had an MG, but that's, yeah, my dad had an MG. Yeah? Yeah, MG. Yeah. So would this be an MG as well? Did you just say it's an MG? Well, no, I'm saying in the script it's described as an MG. Is that an MG? I don't know what an MG is. Well, I need to see the grill, but it could be an MG. Okay, an well, MG I don't a, think we have... It's a little two-door coupe. It's just yeah. a little sports car. It's they're a small. little sports... It's yeah, yeah, no. my, I think my dad had a midget. But, yeah, they're just they're small cars. Small sports cars. Are they now? Yes. And, of course, it's the 80s, so it's, you know... Hand crank windows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so there we go. So apparently Dr. Hirsch has decided that uh, he's going to investigate further into David's situation. Right? Yeah. You could pretty much figure that's why he's out there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that uh, wraps up this particular minute. Over on the commentary track, Griffin Dunn continues on about the uh, Jack Phase 2 makeup, where he'll never forget the look on Rick Baker's face when he, Griffin himself, just ripped it off when he wasn't working, noting that it was like he had just torn up a painting that uh, Rick Baker had just spent days and days working on. But he had to get out of it. It was like being eaten alive by bugs in that makeup. A little later on, does that still work is Griffin's question when, in the movie, Alex tells David she's torn between feeling sorry for him and finds him terribly attractive. According to the script, like the previous minute, there is no scripted conversation in this particular version of the script between Alex and David in Alex's bedroom. The script goes from Alex's living room, where she beckons David to come back to bed, and then goes to the preceding sequence, where it is scene 43, exterior, East Proctor, day. However, the script actually has Dr. Hirsch actually driving right into the the actually main street of East Proctor. In the movie, we obviously know that he 
finds a bit of a travel before he actually gets to this point. When it comes to the radio drama, the actual scene plays out pretty much exactly as it does within the movie. There is a uh, the end of the conversation about uh, David thinking that for someone to stop the werewolf, that someone who has to love them has to kill them. Uh, and then, obviously, Alex is like, what are you talking about? David's not sure. And then she goes on with the whole entire line about... Uh, finding uh, sorry for him and finding him terribly attractive. David adds the line, I could live with that. We then cut to the uh, slaughtered lamb where uh, Dr. Hirsch actually enters and starts his whole entire spiel too, as it does in the movie. And on that note, that brings us to the end of another minute of An American World in London and the end of this episode of Welcome to the Slaughtered Lamb. I would just like to take this moment to give a shout out to the podcast hosts that started this whole entire Movies by Minute phenomenon, Alex Robinson and Pete the Retailer from the Star Wars Minute. There wouldn't be the supportive collective without them. And if you're interested, visit moviesbyminute.com to check out the ever-growing list of movie podcasts. I'm sure you'll find your favorites on here, and if not, consider joining the Horde and make one of your own. That's why this is being done here. And speaking of podcasts, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or any other of your favorite podcast catchers. And if you would be so kind as to rate, share, and review us, that would be really cool. If you feel like following this podcast on the social medias, you can follow Planet Geek Pod, all one word, on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to send us a message via email, send it to planetgeekpod at gmail.com. So until next time, remember, keep off the moors, stick to the roads. Best of luck. Blue Moon. Look at the diamond. All right, so here we go with minute forty-eight of American Wolf in London. Dumbass. And this is forty-eight minute forty-eight of Adrian reacts. You ready? Yep. You got it. You can see. I can see. All right. Don't you think she looks like a nun? Listen, Claude Rains is Lon Chaney's father. The Invisible Man. (laughs) Well, I think that a werewolf can only be killed by someone who loves him. What are you talking about? Oh, he wants her to kill him now? I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, God, just kick him out of your bed. I'm torn between feeling very... Sorry for you. Yes, very sorry for I him. Think you're terribly attractive. He is not attractive. Girl, he is not attractive. <laughs> is he going to take his garbage out of the trunk and beat the crap out of it with a rake?
Oh, he's going to East Proctor. He does kind of look like a Klopek man. He does kind of look like Mr. Klopek. He has that same hair. Oh, yeah, I guess he does, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he yeah. totally looks like Mr. Klopek. Game with the frame. Game with the frame? That's it? That's it. That was a minute. Good Lord. This guy here. He's a dumbass. He is, is he? Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go with minute uh, 48 of Adrian Reacts. <laughs> we'll pause for the dog slurping. There's a hole here. I have to sew it up. See? That's totally being picked up by the mic right now. What, the dog drinking? Yeah, the dog Yeah, drinking. of course. Yeah. She's got a hollow head like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to stop this right now. <laughs>